season two of the JKR podcast powered by Black Cobra Sports. My name is Jay Shriglin and I'm the host. Let's dig into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. the JKR podcast. My name is Jay Shrigling. I'm the host. Today we continue week three of the Texas baseball series presented by Evolve Baseball Training. We've actually got our first uncommitted prospect on the show today. Class of 2024. I believe he's listed number seven in the state of Texas for his class. We've got Jordan Stribling on the show. He's got a ton of interest from these SEC, ACC schools, all these Southern schools. This guy's going to go somewhere big. He's going to go. He's going to play great. All I, That's all I know. I'm excited to dig into his recruiting process today. Today we kind of discuss overall his high school baseball experience, travel ball experience, going to the same school as Matthew Stafford, uh, Clayton Kershaw, Scotty Shebler, that school that everyone keeps talking about. ESPN keeps posting every time one of those three does something great. He goes to that school. We dig into that, what the culture is there. Uh, We talk about what he's looking for amongst the recruiting process and much more. So hope you guys enjoy it. Let's dig in. And welcome back to the JKR podcast. Today we have left-handed pitcher and first baseman from Dallas, Texas. Class of 2024, right in the middle of the recruiting process right now. We got Jordan Stribling on the show. Jordan, super pumped to get you on the show, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Hey, man, of course. Uh, came across your film on PBR Texas. Loved watching you, so I made sure I wanted to reach out, give you that follow, and get you on the podcast. But uh, one question I always like to ask everybody as soon as they get on the podcast is for those who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? Who exactly is Jordan Stribling? Well, I'm a left-handed pitcher at Highland Park High School. I'm a sophomore. I love pitching. I want to play in college, try and go to the MLB. And I'd say my favorite two subjects are English – or my favorite two subjects are math and science. All right. So – Obviously, like I said, you're in the middle of the recruiting process right now. So let's dig into that a little bit. So when did that recruiting process start for you? When did you start getting noticed by those D1 teams? So in this, at the end of the summer, I went to my first like college camp at OU. And I pitched there, and they liked me a lot. So they called me and offered me the next day. And that was like the first call or like offer I got. And then a bunch of colleges reached out to me. And then since then, I just – it's been crazy. There's been a lot of teams reaching out to me. Yeah. So who are some of those other teams that you've had uh, some pretty good contact with since that day at OU? Um, Texas, OU right, – it's so Texas, OU, Pepperdine, Arkansas. I've talked to a and um, Mississippi State, Duke – there's some more teams, but those are like the yeah. main ones I've talked to. Yeah. So when you're when you're having those initial conversations with teams, what are those conversations generally like? They ask me about myself, where I'm in the recruiting process. Um, if they have, if I have any questions for them, ask them about the team. And some of them have asked me to come out to camps and even watch games, like college games. Yeah. 
So as you're continuing through this process, do you expect to have more teams enter the process or right now are you focusing on the teams that have already expressed interest in you? I think there'll still be more teams because I haven't gotten every single one that I'd like yet. But at the same time, I have they have to re- they can't reach out to me. I have to reach out to them more because I'm still a sophomore. There's yeah, college rules. It's where once you can't reach out till you're they can't reach out to you until you're a junior. So it's they'll it'll blow up more probably when I'm a junior. Yeah. So as as you continue through this process, what are probably some of the key things you're looking for? for different schools? I would say a winning program, good culture, good education, and just someone that wants, a coach that wants you to get better and make it to the MLB. Yeah. So have you have you been able to get the chance to visit some colleges so far in the process at all? Not too many. I visited Pepperdine and OU, but not many other, but I've seen a bunch of fields online. There's some pretty nice college fields. Yeah. So is Pepperdine, is that in Texas or where exactly is Pepperdine? That's in Malibu, California. Okay. It's very nice. It's on the beach. It's, um, it's probably, it's the farthest I've gone out for a camp, but it's a very nice field. Yeah. So as so as you look at it right now, what are some of your thoughts behind the, the process of committing? So obviously there are some guys that commit early before they're even playing a, a game their freshman year. And then there's guys that commit to bigger schools their junior, senior year. So what's going through your head right now? Like, what do you think you are? Where do you think you are in that process? I think the guys should wait and make sure they know exactly where they're going. Cause I've seen so many decommits throughout like high schools. Cause they, committed because they're excited they got the offer and they don't really know exactly what they have what they do and they haven't met the coaches so i i personally am waiting until i meet the coaches see the field see the culture see the kids on the team and then i go from there so that's how i'm going through that yeah so are you planning on taking quite a bit of visits this upcoming fall once you're a junior yeah can you say that again so are you planning on taking quite a few visits this upcoming fall as you're, uh, when you're into your junior year? I would say so. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I need – I still don't know exactly what I want to do in life, like career-wise, like for majors. So I'm still deciding on that because that's also a big role in what college you go to. So let's, let's dig in a little bit. Let's move on from the recruiting process. Let's dig into – just your overall overall high school experience so far, some of your travel ball experience. So obviously in your sophomore season right now, we talked about it before we started recording a little bit, but how's your sophomore season going so far? How are you, how are you feeling on the season? Uh, yesterday I pitched really good. We played Greenville High School. I completed the whole game. I had a, a lot of strikeouts. I think it was like 10. Um, before that, I wasn't pitching the best. I would I was living high in the strike zone and I had to fine tune it down and I got all my confidence back and I'm ready to roll into playoffs. And so as, as a, at this moment, where are you guys sitting in terms of the division? Cause I know it's like what the top four teams in the region uh, go to the well, top four teams in the district, go to the, the state tournament. Yeah. So right now we're in fourth, but we're, we should end up being in third or fourth. Um, Cause we're playing, Three more games, we should win Friday, and then two more games, we should win those two. And ahead of us is Forney, North Forney, and Crandall. 
Let me play a team that's at the lower end of it, Roy City. So we should either be fourth or third going into playoffs, but all four all four of us were like equal skill. Like every game was close. It was like last hit, last inning runs. So we're like evenly matched. Yeah. So obviously the top four teams for your district, they go on to the state tournament. So what what happens from there? I'm not from Texas. So here I live here in Indiana and Indiana tournament's a little bit different. So to start the state tournament, are you playing the teams that are in your district or how exactly does that work once you get the tournament play? So one district faces off in another district. Fourth seed plays the first seed. Second seed plays the third seed from both divisions. Um, so you play a game best of three. And whoever wins best of three goes on to the next round. And then they play a, another district. And it basically, it's a lot of teams. It's probably six or seven rounds. And it's, it's a lot of baseball. Like it goes, it goes literally into the summer, like after school ends, if you go far enough. So, looking at your district right now, are there some other are there some other legit dudes in your district that are uh, getting looked at by some pretty good D one Power Five schools? Um, in my grade, or just in any grade? In any grade. Um, the only one I can recall is his name's Aiden Sims. He plays for Forney. He's a sophomore as well. He pitched against us. And he he dealt. He. I think he held us to zero runs the whole game. He's a right-handed pitcher. He throws pretty fast. Um, he's he's good. Who else? That that's the only person I can think of at the moment. Yeah, well, no big deal. But um, so is this your? So obviously, I know Texas high school baseball. I know that's one probably one of the top three states when it comes to just high school baseball in general. Uh, state-wise. So is this your first year playing varsity or were you able to play varsity last year? So my freshman year, I was on the actual, I was on the freshman team. I didn't throw that hard my freshman year. I was like low 80s. And this year, like during the summer, I just gained a bunch of velo. I grew a bunch of, I grew like five inches. And this is my first year on varsity. Okay, so this. And I'm one of the, you go. So where you're at right now from a year ago, you're just a completely different pitcher. I would say so, yeah. Yeah. So with this, with this year being your first year on varsity, what's what's the difference between playing travel ball when you're facing some of the top guys in your class compared to when you're playing high school ball when you're facing guys who might not have the as good as potential as some of the travel ball guys, but they're like 17, 18 years old, so you're facing like almost pretty much legit adults. What do you think would be tougher? How do you compare those those two levels? So high school ball, the hitting side is small ball where – yeah, you try and get a runner on, bun them over, and try and hit them in. The uh, the summer they just you just swing away, try and hit doubles, triples, and so basically high school they try and manufacture like one run in every inning instead of having like that one big inning that wins you the game. It's so, like the key difference is just there's more coaching because summer ball is more relaxed and high school like high school is like intense and they want you to like what's the I would say it's 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 more intense on the high school side of it because it's, it's like you'll the high high school ends way earlier than going on to college or MLB because you only get four years of high school. All right, so which which one do you like better? Do you like playing the little bit more strict, the coaches being a little bit more strict and upfront with you guys, or do you like the more laid back approach coaching wise? 
I'd say summer ball for sure. I think everyone would, everyone that you'd ask would say summer ball just because you get more of a chance compared to, so like some coaches, they either like you or you don't. You can choose for your summer ball coach. They will more than likely like you. So um, summer ball, you get multiple games. Like you get like seven or eight tournaments. So during the summer, you can go to showcases. You can have fun and travel or high school is just like there's more stress so i enjoy uh summer ball way better yeah so talking about summer ball obviously i know you play for the texas texas canyons at one point and now you play for the dallas patriots so let's dig into your travel ball experience how did you get connected with the cannons and then now playing for the patriots how you how did you get connected with them so on the cannons i had two of the kids at my high school they were on that team, so I played with them because they're my friends. And then the Texas Patriots, they have some good they have some good players. And there's also two more kids that go to my high school that are on that team. So I just transferred from, like, a pretty good team to, like, one of the top teams in the state. So how long have you been playing for the Patriots? Um, I haven't played in – actually, this is the first time I'm playing with them for the summer. Okay, so what are you looking forward to most, uh, switching organizations and playing for such a great organization like the Patriots? Um, meeting new people because they're all going to love me when I come in and being able to hit because I don't get to hit the season for the high school team. I want to get play the outfield, play first, and hit. So do you think that's going to change? Uh, so talking about – just pitching right now in high school, do you think your junior, senior year, that's going to change in terms of are you going to be able to hit uh, your junior, senior year in high school? I think so. Because yeah. in practice I hit, I just never get a chance in games, you know. So if I just work on hitting over the summer, I'll be able to get a starting spot in the on the field and in the batting lineup. So look, just looking back so far, your high school career, um, your travel ball experiences that you've had so far. What are probably some of just the favorite stories that come to mind? Like anything crazy that's happened to you so far in your career? Anything that's just really memorable as you look back at your uh, high school and travel ball career so far? Um, I would say like games after after games in the hotel rooms, playing with your friend, like with the team, having fun, locking them out of like their hotel rooms. They have to go downstairs, like get a key, and like. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's all, it's the team dinners and after, after games are more fun. You get to enjoy and have experiences that you'll remember forever. Yeah. Like one, <laughs> one time we locked the kid out and he was in, a, in his underwear only had to go downstairs and ask for a key. <laughs> it was <really> funny. <laughs> but I bet that kid wasn't very happy. No, he was not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's let's talk about so we talked about off the field stuff. Uh, let's talk about some on the field stuff. So obviously you're you're listed at perfect game as a left handed pitcher, first baseman. Um, we've talked about how you, these next junior senior year you'll be hitting as well. Um, so let's just dig into your hitting and your pitching approach. Uh, first off with pitching, let's dig into your pitching repertoire. So what do you throw, and uh, are there any pitches that you're wanting to add here in the future? So my main pitches right now are fastball, curveball, changeup. I'm Working on a splitter right now because I have, I have big enough hands to throw a splitter. My pitching coach realized that like a couple of weeks ago, and I'm eventually going to add a slider as well. But I'm most excited for the splitter. Yeah. So have you in the past have you tried to add any pitches that just haven't worked out for you, or is this 
kind of your first time trying to add those third, fourth pitches to your repertoire? This is kind of my first time trying them out. Okay. So playing travel ball in the past, your freshman year, even sixth, seventh, eighth grade, were you kind of just throwing what fastball changeup curve? Uh, pretty much, yes. Yeah. Mostly fastball and curveballs. Okay. So let's 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 dig into your hitting approach a little bit. So as you're walking up to the plate, like what's going through your mind? Uh, obviously, this is going to be travel ball, so it's going to be a little different than high school ball uh, these next couple of years. But what's what's going through your mind when you're walking up to the plate uh, to the batter's box? So I'm more of a pull guy. So every hitting coach and every coach desk coach for me to, is trying to make me hit oppo. So I try and think middle away, but I end up still pulling it. But um, I never slow down my bat speed. You got to keep your bat speed up. You just have to see the ball. So I try and hit middle away, but still keep my bat speed up. And I usually, first pitch, I only swing if it's like a fastball. If it's like a slider or a curveball, I usually don't swing at it because it'll just be a pop out more than likely or a grounder. You just wasted your at bat. So I sit. I sit for the outside fastball first pitch, and then after that, I, I'll sit off speed. If it's, yeah. well, you always sit fastball, but like I'll know that off speed's a possibility. Yeah. So, who do you think is probably the hardest pitcher that you've ever faced um, when you're hitting in travel ball, or maybe even uh, inner squad scrimmages in high school? Hmm. I don't know. Cause it's been a while since I've hit against live pitching. Yeah, so well, we can we can move on from that. Let's talk about hitters. So obviously, you're pitching what a couple once once a week right now. Pitching pretty much, yeah, yeah, pitching pretty well. So um, high school ball, even travel ball in the summertime. Who are some of the hardest hitters that you face? Probably like the toughest outs every time you have to face them. Um, it's always the it's the guys that keep fouling it off, get my pitch count up because they're just in the hit it and play. Uh, I can't really think of like a certain person. It's been a while. Yeah. No, that... no worries, man. But uh, yeah. so you, you had to, you had to whatever college you end up going to, you head there the fall of 2024. So I mean, you still got two plus years. So what are probably some of the biggest things you're wanting to work on and fix before you head to a college campus? Definitely my off speed. My fastball is like the best for working for me right now and I need to get the off speed down because hitters can catch up to fast mile like fastballs like they can hit 90 mile an hour fastballs and the high school kids can't I can't just only throw fastball and hope that they don't hit it yeah so let's let's talk about obviously major league baseball started a couple weeks ago college baseball has been going on for a while so who are some of the teams that you follow major league wise even college wise and then who are some guys that you actually model your game after? And then for those guys that you do model your game after, like what's the reasoning for that? Um, so my family's from Colorado, so I root for the Rockies. And my high school, Highland Park, Clayton Kershaw went there. So I, I do my game after him just because he's very effective. He almost threw a perfect game but got pulled early recently. He's also a left-handed pitcher, and I just want to follow his footsteps. And uh, he has good off-speed. That's like that's what I love most about his game. Yeah. So you're from that same high school that Kershaw went to. Yes, sir. So that means you're from the same high school that Matthew Stafford and the guy who just won the Masters is from too. 
Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's. I, I guess I didn't realize that. So let's dig into that a little bit. So, what's it like going from coming from a high school like that? Are those three pretty influential and stuff going on at the high school? Like when uh, the golfer, I, I can't remember his name, when he uh, won. Scotty Shuffler. Yeah, Scotty Shuffler. I'm not a big golf guy, but I know my friends uh, are big golf golf fans, and I saw on ESPN that all three went to the same high school. So when he won, like, was there a big like the talk around the high school going on at that point. Oh yeah. Everyone was talking about it because social media, Twitter, everything was blowing up. It was the next day we were, it was like, yeah, at Monday at school, everyone was talking about it. All the teachers. Cause a lot of the teachers there, like they taught them like when they're in high school and coached them. Yeah. I mean, so, he's like what, like 26. I mean, so he yeah. wasn't in high school too long ago. Yeah. They're all young. Cause, uh, yeah, my Spanish teacher said uh, Matthew Stafford sat in that seat, like she told us what seat he sat in, and he was like a, a really good student and talkative, and I don't know, I want to be that guy eventually one day. Yeah, of <laughs> course. Just talking about me. Yeah, got to gotta add that four spots that saw ESPN social media posts with, yeah. with your face on it. <laughs> Are there are there any other guys that are in professional sports or doing something amazing that are from your high school as well? Um, there's this guy named Chris Young. He played baseball and basketball in college, and then he ended up going to the MLB. But he also won, I think, a Cy Young award. He's a six ten six ten pitcher. Cy uh, Chris Young. Did he play for the Diamondbacks? I think so. He's retired though. Okay, because I remember that name. Let's let's look him up real quick. Yep, yeah, he's Chris six ten uh, played. Basketball and baseball in college. Uh, what was the college? It was a big college, too. It wasn't like a small college. Yeah. Chris Young right here, man. Diamondbacks, Red Sox, ultimately all-star a couple times. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a lot. I mean, man, your high school is producing a lot of good good talent. Come on. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we have great coaching, great tradition. That's what I want to follow for college as well. Yeah. So is the high school, is your base high school baseball coach right now? Is he the same guy that coached Kershaw? No. Um, this guy, he's been coaching for like, I don't know, seven, eight years. His name's Coach Yoder. The guy, I don't know who coached before him, but they're both great coaches. They know what they're doing. Every coach at Highland Park's really good. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you when you have a legitimate high school like that that's producing pro- professional talent and just good talent like that, I mean, you got to have co- good coaching, good teaching all the way around that school. But uh, let's let's move on from the baseball field a little bit. Let's talk about some of your passions. So, what are some of your passions being on the baseball field? Um, so I play a bunch of Wii games. <laughs> It's pretty funny. Um, I play Mario Kart, Super Sluggers, Super Mario Super Strikers. I hang out with friends on the weekends. We we do like a bunch of activities like pickleball. We've done ice skating before. We um, tennis, like a, a lot of activities. We swim. Uh, what else? Oh. I used to play a, lot, a bunch of, like, video games on the computer, but I switched to, like, Wii games. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I mostly focus on baseball and lifting and all that to get better every day. Yeah, so when, when you're lifting for baseball, what's your main focus there? Because I know a lot, of, a lot of pitchers, they don't like the bench press or do, like, the power lifting stuff. So what, 
What do you like to focus on when you're in the weight room? So the day after I pitch, I always hit legs. I get my arm recovery day, you know, off. And then the next day I do like back, triceps, biceps. And then, and then I do shoulders the third day because I get the two days of like off my shoulder and then that. And then I basically do that like I do um, six days a week pretty much, two of each. Um, like today I'd hit legs after practice. We have a really nice weight room at Highland Park and it's our indoor stadium. Um, what else? That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you're listed as, um, a Dallas, Texas resident. So are, how far are you from actually like downtown Dallas? Uh, probably like five minutes away like it's really close okay so are you do what side of dallas do you live on like the side closer to fort worth or the the other side um i don't i'm i'm not really sure because i think i'm farther away from fort worth okay. i'm in dallas is a huge area so, so ha- are you a big are you a big rangers guy um well, uh, i obviously no, said you're not really fan, yeah have you been to some Rangers games? Yeah, the the Rangers name games are fun. The Texas they have like the Texas song. What is it? I forgot what it's called. But um, yeah, Rangers haven't ever they haven't been good in a while, but they're fun to go to. Every game in Dallas is fun to go to. Like the Stars, the Mavericks, uh, the Cowboys. It's all fun. Yeah, I mean Dallas is a great sports city. Um, have you been? So are you? Are you from, you know, I know you said your family's from Colorado. So have you lived in Texas your whole life or were you born up there in uh, Colorado? I was born in Dallas, Texas. Okay. So uh, you've been there your entire life. Yes, I have. Awesome. So what, what are your, some, some of your, obviously you talk about going to those sports games, talk about playing the weed with your friends. What are some other things just around the city of Dallas that like, let's say someone asked for some recommendations, what would you give them? Like activities to do? Yeah. Um, let's see. I wouldn't say there's too many activities around Dallas. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's like a, I would just say mostly like sports. <laughs> That's like the main thing we have here. There's not like, like a Disneyland or Disney world or like, like there's trampoline parks, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Kind of close, but there's nothing like crazy here. So I got, I got one last question for you before we end off the podcast. So obviously, name, image, and likeness that came out this past summer um, for collegiate athletes. So, with you going to school here in a couple of years, has your mind crossed that at all? As maybe some potential brands that you'd love to work with in the in the future once you head to a college campus? Oh, I've thought of this for a while actually. Um, I think that eventually baseball will get more like NIL things compared to football because football gets like four million. Like some guy got four million dollars to go to Texas. Like it's crazy, but. One, one like one uh, company I like a lot is Fairlife because they make chocolate milk that has thirty gram milligrams of protein just somehow, and I I just I don't know I thought that was crazy and I wanted to like partner with them. Um, I also think that it's just crazy that college athletes can get paid now because when Zion went to college he got like no money but he still ended up going far but like if he went to if he if he had the nils 
he would have gotten maybe millions of dollars and didn't even have to like go to the NBA. Yeah, it's 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 crazy that college athletes can make money now. Uh, it's not. These guys can actually make some money um, just playing collegiate sports. But, um, Jordan, that's all the questions I got for you. I really thank you for coming on the show. Um, I'm going to be listen, I'm gonna be looking forward to following your career. I'll follow it these next couple of years, follow you on Max Prep, stuff like that. And then wherever you decide to go to school, man, I mean, I'll be following you there and just uh, wishing you the best of luck. So I thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. That was a great time. And that's going to do it for another episode of the JKR podcast, another episode of the Texas baseball series presented by Evolve Baseball Training. I'd really like to thank Jordan for coming on the show today. Like I said, I'm excited to see where he goes in this recruiting process. He's getting tons of interest by these big schools. I know he's going to go there. He's going to dominate at one of these great SEC, ACC schools. So I'm really excited to see where he goes in his career. We only got two more episodes left of the Texas baseball series before we move on. We got tomorrow. We've got Dallas ba- Dallas Baptist University 2022 signee. We got Joey Narrett on the show Sunday. We got Jared Thomas. He's a 22 signee for the University of Texas at Austin. That's going to be the final episode there of the Texas baseball series. Um, for any more updates on the JKR podcast, make sure to give us a follow on the social media. It's going to be at JKR underscore podcast. And then our website there on our website, you can get our story, see our YouTube channel, all that different stuff. It's going to be www.jkrpodcast.com. So with that being said, I'll catch you guys tomorrow.